Jake, this is Rob Blagojevich, and this is We're Missing the Point. Sounds like a very interesting podcast and probably has a lot of stuff that you can talk about. The former governor of Illinois would say that's a high honor and uh, well done. Howdy, howdy, rowdy cowboys. You are listening to the number one seasonal pod in online radio. You're missing the point. I got Thomas back. It was a s- small hiatus. We're on a we're on a we're on a hiatus, but it was small. Thomas is back. There was one episode that he wasn't on. I fired him. I did. There was a had a there was a falling out. Me and Thomas we had a falling out last year, but we've gotten over that. He's gotten over his drinking problem. <laughs> He's fresh out of rehab, Thomas <laughs> Bradbury. <laughs> yeah, good to be good to be back on the pod. I I don't know what uh, what rehab I was at, but it must have been good. Um, That's how much he needed rehab. <laughs> Doesn't even remember it. Him and Artie Lang, right? Uh, also, unsure how many cowboys listen to our pod, but I'm sure there may be a listener or two in Montana. You know, there's a whole lot more cowboys that got some got a whole lot more time to listen to my, to listen to our pod. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah, Ooh. yeah. How about the How about the Dallas Cowboys? I, I would say when when I'm running out of time and I have no timeouts left, the main play I call, especially with uh, fifty plus more yards on the field, is definitely a quarterback draw. I mean, that is expert coaching. Everyone involved from uh, Ke- uh, Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator, uh, everyone needs to be promoted after that play call. It was amazing. Hey, it could have been anything. I was a football player. Did you play football? Do you even know what it was like? Do you know the, what the pressure? The, you're out there on the field. You got all these people watching the clock for you, you think. And then when it comes down to it, they got nothing to say. They got, you know, they're always watching the clock in the first quarter. The second quarter, crickets. Yeah, you know, um, I, I would say my, my time on the field. The only time I looked at the clock was in the fourth. <laughs> I heard or, that, or at the end of the second quarter. Well, but. I was, I was as an offensive lineman. I really, I knew, didn't really know what was up uh, with the the time of, of game. It was just one, it was like an assembly line, just one after another. Bang, bang, bang. Car crash, car crash, bang. Car crash, one after another. You you have two jobs. Understand if it's a zone block, a pass block. And when the snap is coming, I wish I only had two <laughs> jobs. It's it's tough being the smartest guy in the offensive line. Everybody's rules. The all, all game, everybody was like loft, loft. What's what do I do here? It's kind of like real life. You ever ask me what to do, Tom? Is that a thing that happens? Yes. Maybe maybe on like uh, some housing projects, housing, some woodworking. Yeah. I mean, oh, but they should you they... just fix the the uh, front door, for example. That's something I would I would ask for a loft advice on. You know, it's it's interesting that I've got such a I'm I got a construction mind, and my name is Loft. That's kind of kind of a fun. Should be you're yeah. in the wrong industry. You should be Lofts Lofts. I know, I know. I've done this. So I've done the door five or six times. Does that really speak to my credibility in door? <laughs> Not a door maker, you know. If, if I if if in Europe, you know, think about Europe back a long time ago. How each craft was kind of its own specific lifestyle, and like was like rewarded. They're like, you know, to you had to be an apprentice to get the stuff to be to be like the smith in town, right, right, or the it, local it, baker, and then they carried like the candlestick name. maker. Last name could be literally loft or baker, right? <laughs> what were so, you? 
I probably the probably the guy who collects the berries, but did it in the most Brad possible way. Yeah, yeah, you're just going around with your little basket full of blueberries and also a natural light. Right. Yeah. Very a, very Brad way of doing it. Or you cut off jeans. You always wear cut off jeans whenever you're picking your blackberries. I have been blueberry picking a number of times, though. I know. It's like the time you're trying great. to... It's like when I was trying to talk about my farming credibility, and you were like, oh, yeah, you know, I know a lot of farmers. Uh, they usually farm for berries. Have you ever seen one of those cranberry pools? Just bog? With, yeah, cranberry bogs. See, you're already hitting us with some really top-level farming... <laughs> agricultural terms out here yeah you know you know me i'm i'm basically you know it's like you know those you know those uh those paintings of like the farmers with the with the uh pitchforks right like the the woman and the man american gothic yeah it's classic yeah that's a painting of me like philosophically and also physically in a past life what, about, what bit, about a future life? You know, Did you I, see yourself on the farm? I don't know. I've always wanted to to kind of find a new re, uh, bring overalls back, like bib overalls, denim bib overalls. That's the, that's the kind of stuff that the, I'm looking the for. The thing about over the thing, <laughs> the thing about overalls is you said bring it back, but they they never left if you're in that community. Like if you're Amish, you're still rocking overalls. Well, th- there's other. You don't have to be Amish, though. There's like kind of an in-between between. See, that's the problem with you out-of-touch elite cosmopolitans is you, th- you think about farming and you're like, you either got, you've got the Amish, or then you've got like the, the lobbyists, right? That's your only the, exposure. It, it's the polarization yeah. of, of the farm idea the idea of farming there's, there's the man who works on the farm that wears overalls and there's the man who owns the farm and talks about it but sometimes they're the same person i i was actually just at a wedding and my cousin's fiance he owns just thousands and thousands of hogs in minnesota that's a man who i bet wears some overalls did you see william h macy while you were at the wedding no, who's William H. Macy? Oh, he's a wild hog. <laughs> Him and John Travolta. Oh gosh. And uh took me a second, but who now else I is see in where you with that. Too too many has beens, I would say. Has beens. I don't what do you even mean has been? Well, let me look this up. I got my computer they, on. They me, were folks. like beca- becoming irrelevant stars when that movie came out in must have been like two thousand ten. Okay. Two thousand and seven. 2007. Okay. See, they were over the hill in 2007. You know who's not over the hill, okay? Tim Santa Claus Allen was in this. You're great actor, to say great, that great guy, but definitely over the hill. At any point, over the hill? What do you mean? Tim totally Allen. over the hill. Oh, my gosh. I saw, listen, that I saw on, uh, on the Facebook that there's going to be a Disney Plus series of um, the Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. And Tim Allen's back in. Gonna hand it off. Like nineteen ninety four. It is like ninety four all over again. What was that? When was the year was that? Oh, Santa Claus. I know the Santa Claus. The window was not ninety four. That was before that. No, ninety four. No what? Yeah, that in front up. of you? Just pulled it up. Oh my gosh. Okay. I did not allow you to use use your computer. <laughs> okay. 
They're so accessible now. 94. Right in the pocket. Man, let's see who was in this. Tim Allen, Judge Reinhold. <laughs> um, let's see here. Oh, let's see what was a lot of a lot of people you would have forgotten about. Oh yeah, you don't know any of these guys. What is uh same with the people of Wild Hogs. Let's see who what did <laughs> Judy the Elf? What did she grow up to be? Paige Tamata. Tamata. Paige Tamata. Former American actress, so that's not a title. Ooh. That is not the title you want. And you're telling me Tim Allen and his most popular movie is not a has-been when people that were starring in the film with him aren't even in film anymore? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Have you, look, Tim <laughs> Allen is like, uh, he's got this show. He's the last man standing. He is a known conservative. Who doesn't like that? Who I do like that about him. Yeah, Tim Allen, he's a good voter. I, I respect him every, every, every year around November. Okay, so Paige Tamita, who is Judy the Elf. Do you know what she did? You remember Judy the Elf in the Santa Claus? Yes. What did she do? What'd she do? What what did she do? I'm asking you in the in the in the movie. What is don't look it up. What was her what was Judy the Elf? Take a guess. Think of how many elves there were. There was Bernard. It wasn't it's been, that. It's been a long It wasn't time Bernard. Um, there was another I've elf, seen. another important character. She delivered the hot chocolate. Do you remember the hot chocolate elf? <laughs> oh, that's Paige Tamita. <laughs> Listen, she would continue to make guest appearances on 90s shows like The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Ally McBeal before giving up acting around the turn of the millennium. She later graduated from UC Berkeley... And now works as a retail industry executive. See, this is one of those like factoids that like further show that I'm losing touch with the youth. Like I have interns come in and now they think I'm old. And see, it's it's things like knowing that fact. <laughs> well, I didn't know that. I'd <laughs> no, I had to read it. Now we know that. Now remember, think of how good this is going to be. Referencing the Santa Claus, like they've only seen klaus you know like oh my god <laughs> you know today. some other some other bad ones fred claus some one of vince vaughn's worst films that's tough yeah that's a tough tough life you know yeah. but anyway what we, we were good let's get back on this we we've got we got a big big weekend divisional big, round of nfl big weekend of nfl coming up we've already we've already had our our uh our time against the Cowboys. Let's give them a break. Yeah, we got a we got a really big game starting Saturday, four thirty Eastern time. Bengals and Titans. Uh, Titans are the home team. I think that's going to be a really fun game because the Titans are hot, but like Derrick Henry's out, Joe Burrow on the Bengals. You cannot not root for that guy. I mean, he is he is just swagger. Like he is uh, probably the most fun quarterback to watch in this playoffs. Um, the way he closed out the regular season. He was kind of underwhelming against the Raiders, but he didn't have to be that great because they kept getting the ball in the red zone. The defense really delivered. But, yeah, that's definitely uh, – I'm, I'm cheering for the Bengals. I mean, I like Ryan Tannehill, too. He has a fun story. Former wide receiver turned quarterback. I hate Ryan Tannehill. I don't really <laughs> – I don't get Ryan – he just, like – you think about the, like, categories of, of quarterbacks, uh, and you've got, like, the regulars, not even that good. Just, like, we're not talking – in the Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, like, group, where I like, got the regulars. Yeah, like, 
um, Kyler Murray now has been moving down, moved down into that. But you've got, I don't know who's out there. Kirk Cousins is a regular, and um, I was going to say Jared Goff, but he's moved down. He he's really shown that he can't do anything without the Rams. Yeah, well, I'll take him down too. Yeah, he's moved down into the, like just regular quarterback time. He's not that bad. Carson Wentz, like the these guys are just quarterbacks, not that good, right? That's kind of Teddy Bridgewater on see, my Broncos. Yeah, it's see, very very average. Right, played nothing. But, but then you think then you got the t- quarterbacks that are worse than that. Like when not anymore, but previously Josh McCown. Yeah, or, very below average. Yeah, and um, like uh, Ryan Fitz. I was going to say Ryan Fitzpatrick. The second he gets the starting job, when he's playing as a backup, he, it's Fitz Magic. It's beautiful. But. Yeah, I think that um, you know pretty soon we're going to see that. It's going to see Jalen Hurts and Gardner Minshew kind of get down into those. Oh, Minshew's already there. Ranks. It's sad. I, I love love Minshew, another swaggy quarterback. Yeah. But yeah. So that's always where I thought Ryan Tannehill was, especially when he was on the Dolphins. And so I will never believe in the Titans as long as he is the quarterback. I think there's a lot of good play. I think Titans are pretty good, but I don't think they have a good quarterback. What's What's the line on that game? Oh, I don't know. Let me check that out. Let's see. Let's see. Get, get old loft betting sports book out. I'll tell you what to bet. Don't listen to me. I'm not a. I'm not any kind of advisor. If you got a gambling problem, I can't even. Me too. I don't know what to. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you can call one eight hundred. Who cares? It's your own money. Use it when you need it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What am I looking up here? What game you want? I got them all. Uh, we're starting with Bengals Titans first game. Bengals Titans. Got a three and a half point spread. Titans favored. Oh, I got Bengals easy. Bengals on that. I got to take yeah, it. Bengals you got to take easy. that. Take that. Or even just if you're feeling real good, you could do a money line plus 160. Uh, next, coming up after that, easily easily discerned Green Bay Packers against San Francisco 49ers. Oh, gosh. That's How many tough. points do you think they're giving the Packers? Uh, probably five and a half. Six. Yeah. Six points right. on the Packers. I'll take that. Yeah, because the Cowboys weren't that great coming into the playoffs. The Packers are so much better than the Cowboys. And seeing the 49ers barely squeak out a win for six points against the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think you have to go Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he played like the MVP all year. Oh, yeah. That's probably the safe choice. Cool, late-stage, long-haired Aaron Rodgers. He's a really hero for the cause. Not even anti-vax. He's pro Immunity is is what uh, he is. Okay, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has been given a bad deal. He is pro immunity, natural immunity. I also pro. saw he pointed to an Ayn Rand book on his shelf. That was pretty cool. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's Him, Mark Cuban. There's yeah. a bunch of good objectivists out there. There, are, there are out there. there are, sports is full of them. <laughs> um, uh, we got a better game. Sunday, the early game, three o'clock. We got Rams Bucks. Oh yeah, that's that's going to be an awesome game. That's going to be the best game of them all. Uh, everybody likes to watch the Rams, the St. Louis Rams, <laughs> coming back. Except you see, we actually we're cool with the Rams now. We don't like Stan Kroenke because uh, his toupee lifestyle and he also like way overpaid for his stadium but it's gonna be cool but it's gonna be sweet the rams are cool hip team so let's go rams matt stafford is actually good stafford's amazing Um, he's been really really got me he he really was the only reason like the lions 
could do anything and they couldn't do much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It, it, it's also good to see like Von Miller, one of my favorite Broncos now on the Rams, um, being able to do something in the playoffs where the Broncos with just the amount of woes we've had at quarterback and the lack of uh, offensive product that we put on the field. It's, it's good to see Von still out there playing. I, I cheering for him, even though it's like bittersweet. Vaughn the Don Miller Light. Because I, I thought he would be a Bronco forever, but yeah. Out there I, cracking cold ones, cracking Buccaneers cold ones. Actually, cold Buccaneer ones is what he's cracking. <laughs> Vaughn Miller, Vaughn the Don Miller Light out there. <laughs> Next to Aaron Donald, they're a tough, tough D. Tough D. Yeah. Uh, but with Defense. that said, I mean, how do you pick against Brady, who probably has been studying this all week? What's the line on that game? Three points. For the Bucks, Bucks. I I probably go Bucks in this matchup. Just oh, you, you can't count out Brady. No way. I this is a this is a Rams. Rams plus three. This is our first. I'm taking switch. it. Wow. I'm taking it. Taking Rams plus three. It's hard to pick against like new fun Tom Brady. Like since he got to Florida, like he it's has, a very different time. He is so much fun. Like today, he posts this video taunting the Eagles, which was beautiful. They said, you guys make fun of me because I can't catch passes. Yeah. And then they show Jalen Hurts overthrowing his wide receiver. And Brady's standing there, catches the ball, and posts a whole TikTok well, about it. It's beautiful. Tom, Vengeance the, Brady is back. Somebody taught Tom about the internet. What was? How old are his kids? Does he have kids? He has a lot of kids. And uh, that's kid. been a, a source of um, controversy in the past. Okay, let's see here. Tom has got... At least two, okay. Uh, that's the you know <laughs> two question mark. <laughs> I don't hold on. Let me let me three kids, two relationships. Uh, ooh, the man. That's an NFL player, though. What do you expect? Not everyone's like Antonio Cromartie, the old Chargers okay. quarterback who so, has like twenty seven kids. Okay, so we got no this, one beats Antonio Cromartie. We've got this one guy, John Edward Thomas Moynihan. He's 20, no, he's 13, 14, 15. He's going to be 15 years old this year. He's taught Tom about the internet. Oh, that's what it is. That's probably what it is. And now he, now Tom is some some kind of meme Oh, he's, he's, he's going viral every day. Yeah, like every, all Great the time. Great content. Yeah, he's just a walking meme. Tom Brady. And SNL then, tried to do that years ago with Taron Killam. They were always trying to make Tom jokes. He'd go out there with his hat on and be all cute you know i thought he doesn't know anything tom is not like that anymore now he just trolls hip tom also probably an anti-vaxxer too right he's yeah, a he, he's a conservative they were getting antonio brown was giving out fake vax cards to the whole team to yeah. the whole team <laughs> and they probably got him from tom's trainer that guy's sketchy yeah. apparently he brought him on the buccaneers entire staff there's there's some espn articles worth reading on that Mm, well, we'll check those out next time. ESPN, check it out. Yeah, and we got a really good night game. Uh, that's Sunday, 6.30 p.m., Bills at Chiefs. The Bills are coming off of such an absolute, like, perfect game, they said, that one of the only games in history where every single drive ended in touchdown. Like, just masterful play calling against the Patriots, against a Bilicek defense that beat them earlier in the year. Um, it's going to be hard for them to come out not hot against the chiefs 
Uh, Chiefs also just dismantled the Steelers, sent Big Ben to his big so what do you think retirement pension. Well, let's see. You know, the Bills and the Bengals are both very hot. That could make for a good AFC championship. Oh, that'd be fun. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. And if the Buccaneers win, we can be hot on bees. Hot on bees. Embiid. What's the line Joel on Embiid? Uh, what else? Who else is playing? That, those are all the games. What's the line on Bills Chiefs? Uh, two and a half for the Chiefs. Oh, easy Bills pick here. Oh, one man. of the easiest. I ones. don't know, man. The Chiefs are awfully hot this week. I've, I haven't really been a big Chiefs guy this year. They haven't been exceptional. The year they won the Super Bowl, they were just like rolling over everybody, which is kind of like what the Bills are doing this year. Right. So. Who knows what that what that's going to look like? But we have a a fairly good slate of games coming up, so you know, check those out. Fox NFL, yeah, CBS. Lo- what else you got? Oh, I, I got a. This is changing tunes, but I have a I have a really good poll that I saw today. Oh, Rasmussen speaking, it's, reports. Know, it, speaking of, it was like NASCAR. Are we talking NASCAR. We move. <laughs> this is not NASCAR. Okay. Well, my friend Thomas has decided we're going to our next segment. Thomas has got a poll to tell us about. Let's hear it. It's another left turn. <laughs> a left turn. Yes. That's the keeping the keeping the stuff. So right. Rasmussen reports polled Democrats, um, just to see where you guys were at on COVID, where the new policies could come from, because uh, DC just implemented there. If you want to sit inside anywhere. You have to show your ID and your Vax card. The obvious dunk here is no ID to vote, but an ID to eat at McDonald's. Uh, just wild. How is that policy taken seriously? Uh, Jake has taken to buying all of his products in Virginia. Um, it's it's easy for me. I work in Virginia. Try to frequent the Virginia businesses. But if you thought those policies. Uh, are too far. They're not, according to most Democratic voters. 55% support fining the unvaccinated, so a, a legitimate vax tax. 59% support house arrest. 48% support prison for questioning vax efficiency or efficacy on social media. Efficacy. Efficacy. There's the word. So if you're Joe Rogan, you should get you should go to prison for questioning anything. Uh, 45% support internment camps, insane. 47% support surveillance, which I think they're already doing. Uh, and 29% support the state taking their kids. And so it goes back to that old adage, punks are good people pretending to be bad, and hippies are bad people pretending to be good. So the Peace, love, and everything of the past are today's authoritarians. Well, thank you, Ayn Rand, um, <laughs> for, for that for that lovely insight on the poll of the week. Where are people at on COVID? Um, the Democrats are in authoritarianism. Ah, uh, yes, yes, the D, the D's. The big D's. Uh, you know, I, I don't really, I don't, you know, I, I think that the support is going down. There's been a whole lot of interesting stuff happening. We got a, my new, my new man over here, Glenn. I buy Glenn's stuff in, uh, in Virginia. I don't, I don't use Muriel's CVS or Muriel's 7-Eleven or her Safeway. 
I use Glenn's Starbucks. Today I went to Commonwealth Joe. Glenn's Commonwealth Joe. The Commonwealth of Glenn Youngkin Joe. He's saving us all. No masks. He banned masks. I was the only one all day. I've been all in all these places, and I've been the only one without a mask, except for some other fellow patriot in the uh, in the Commonwealth, Joe. But uh, the Whole Foods certainly not. And uh, you know that's okay. It doesn't matter because they're banned from from the schools, and that's that's the important thing. We're going to fix the schools. We're going to fix America. We're going to fix Virginia. That's why the the stealth win in that race. Everyone thought uh, Youngkin was the biggest win. I would actually argue it's Jason Mayores, the attorney general, because if they had a blue attorney general not enforcing any of these executive orders, they'd be done for. That's why like Eric Schmidt in Missouri has been such a absolute patriot. He's ended so many of the school mass mandates. Um, he's really carrying out the policy that uh, Parson has been putting in and the state legislature over there in Missouri. So big fan of that. All right, Mr. Polling, what's uh, what's going on in Missouri? I've heard uh, Eric Schmidt. He's running for the uh, for the office of, of senator. Used to be something that, that we uh, the governor had to pick, but yeah. uh, now we're voting for him. How about that? There's a bunch of guys. We got Eric Schmidt, Eric Greitens. We got Vicky Hartzler, Hartzler, Billy Long, Billy Long, love Billy, Mark McCloskey, hometown hero, Mark McCloskey. That. Not going anywhere with that race, but oh um, my gosh, my yeah, I, I think Eric Schmidt is a great guy. Would be a great senator. Seen the polls? He's like Marco Rubio. He's got no constituency. The real, the real dark horse of the race is old Vicky. Yeah, I mean, if she's the only woman on the ballot, that might draw some attention. But I've I've spent enough time in Missouri in, in that state and. I was there for 2016 when, you know, Catherine Hanaway was the only woman candidate running for governor. And uh, I don't think the v- Missouri voters are voting on identity. Um, Missouri voters are smarter than that. They're going to vote for whoever they think is the most conservative and who will deliver for them. Well, I think that uh, Catherine Hanaway lasted a lot longer than than people expected in that race. Um, I don't know how long. How long do, is it until the thing? August? Is it? Yeah, in we August? have a lot of time. We yeah. have seven months. Seven months. Yeah, we'll see what happens. A little okay. bit too early to be riffing on that race, but still interesting. Yeah, you know, you know, it's uh, it's coming up. It is coming right up. You know what else is coming up next week? Is another great episode of You're Missing the Point. Thank you all for checking it out. It's been it's been too long.